that is so painful to like see a forty dollar charge and just have it like keep going yeah. back and back and you're like, how long has this been happening right, for? And right. It's like so random, you know, yeah. like a Wi-Fi charge, and it, I'm sure it's like maybe one of the we've talked about like dark UI patterns before. I'm not accusing like GoGo Inflight of dark UI patterns by any means, but like yeah. maybe that's how it happened. Hey guys, welcome to Product Explained, a show where we talk about products and the company's history and strategy behind them. I'm your first host, Jeff Lee. And I'm your co-host, Mike Alcazarin. Jeff, be honest with me. What's the most ridiculous subscription that you have? I pay 50 bucks a year for Boomerang, which I think you have too, right? Uh, Boomerang's just like a yeah. service that returns emails back in your inbox uh, so you don't feel like you have inbox clutter. It feels kind of silly, but honestly, it gives me a lot of peace of mind. So. We should totally do an episode on Boomerang. I don't have Boomerang anymore because I stopped it at our last job at Autodesk, but I miss having Boomerang. Yeah, I started paying for it. So anyways, <laughs> today's show, we're talking <laughs> about Truebill, which is something completely different, but it's a subscription canceling service. Yeah, so I was excited about this one because I'm definitely deep into the weeds in personal finance. And Jeff, I know you are as well. So excited to talk about this one. But Truebill is a service and product that's created by Rocket. Um, and Rocket is a company that makes Rocket Mortgage. And what Truebill does is they also, like Jeff mentioned, subscribe. They can cancel your subscriptions automatically, but they connect all of your financials to one handy location. And then they offer some interesting bill pay services. You can automatically never forget to pay a bill. They can also do bill analysis. So they you know, have a really cool recurring section of their their website as well as their app where you can see like, hey, like these are the next seven days that you've had bills or this, these are the things that are coming later. They also have a really interesting, what Jeff alluded to, the cancellation fee or the cancel for me, as well as negotiation of recurring bills. I actually have two bills that I went through Truebill that I'm still waiting to hear back. I guess they have a big backlog right now, but I'm super curious to see if they'll actually save me money. But Jeff, have you used Truebill, Truebill as well before? Yeah, so I have heard about Truebill a ton, and I think they, they do a lot of like paid advertisements or other podcasts and stuff like that. What I signed up for was mainly for that bill canceling negotiation service that they offer, and I specifically noticed that my eighteen two bill had gone back up. So it had gone from uh, like, I don't know, 60, 70 bucks a month uh, for the first year, back up to 100 bucks, and I was like, I don't feel like negotiating i'll let Truebill handle it and it took yep. them about two weeks to finally ne quote unquote negotiate it for me and they only got me like a one-time like credit or discount back so it wasn't like for the entire year which was kind of annoying and they, they kind of tout this as like oh like 85 percent of people save money and i think they count everyone that uh, gets like a one-time discount in that in that number so a little misleading i would say but yeah overall i think they they also offer like very similar to Mint, like bill consolidation or like finance consolidation services too. And it just gives you like a 10,000 foot view of everything that you have going on. Totally. I think it's like, if you talk about just like, like product strategy for a second there, I feel like their subscription cancellation is a really good acquisition to get customers into here. It's because like, I was super excited, like you said, like, you know, because you were like, we were talking about it before a show, like, hey, have you tried this before? And like, oh, we should do this. And so... 
I am still waiting to hear back from two bills that I had, Truebill auto cancel. So <laughs> the first is Verizon and the second is Spectrum. So we'll see if uh, they come back. But now I'm kind of disappointed that, it, you know, I'm going to have a similar situation that you just had and only save like, you know, five or 15 bucks, like whatever it is. But hey, something's better than nothing. But a lot of the feature sets that they have feels very similar to Mint. I'm so far into Mint and I have all my history, so I'm not ready to switch. So I think that's yeah. one of the barriers that I'm going to have. But I could totally see myself if I was choosing between Mint or uh, Truebill and like starting out like just now, like leaning towards Truebill because they have this automated feature. But let me talk through like the customer experience because I think this is super important for like, you know, how someone was going to come through. And for something like this, that's feels super daunting. I wanted to time it. So I actually like wrote down some timestamps here for <laughs> for how long everything takes. So I did this about, you know, two weeks ago when I first signed up for Truebill, but you go to, you know, truebill.com. You can also go through the app. You sign up, you make an account. This all started at 1018. And then I am prompted with something that's called like, choose your goals. Like, hey, do you want to save more money? Do you want to eliminate bills? Like, what are you looking for? I think that's kind of brilliant because they're trying to like segment their customers, which is really nice of like, you know, I'm sure each of these customers, if you choose like eliminate bills or save more, you're worth like more to the company. And then what I like the most, and you know, Jeff, I know you work in fintech, so you like you might like have a lot of experience with this, but like you can connect your accounts with Plaid. And so I ended up connecting my checking account and two credit cards. And all of that, you know, from sign up to connecting my credit cards took me four minutes. So nice. that was like super fast. And I was just amazed at Plaid, you know, being able to quickly go from nothing to having them, you know, give it access to my financial institutions. But now that I talk out loud kind of feels terrifying <laughs> that it was that fast. I don't know if, <laughs> if that gives you spidey sense, Jeff. But anyways, um, immediately after that, you connect your accounts, you become a member. So this is super interesting. Mm -hmm. So this is like the first monetization opportunity that Truebill has where they basically say, pay what you think is fair. So I am cheap. I chose zero dollars. <laughs> like they have some like interesting, like automated like suggestions like, hey, like $30 or $45 mm -hmm. or maybe not, maybe it wasn't that much. I can't, actually can't remember those exact numbers for this, but I just wanted to try it. So I went into like the trial membership and, and, and zero dollars. And then from there, because I was on desktop, I downloaded the app. I sent myself a text message, downloaded the app. The dashboard that they have is actually really cool. It's very similar, as we said, to Mint's product, which I've been using for about 12 years. Um, and so you can kind of see some like interesting charts for how much you've been spending, how much you, what your income has been like, what your net, net worth is over time. Super interesting. So not ton, not completely differentiated from Mint. If any of our you know listeners are, are Mint, Jeff, do you use Mint? I can't. I, I used can't to use Mint. Um, maybe it was in the early days, and I found what was frustrating was like the misallocation or miscategorization of bills. So that I ended up spending more time like just combing through everything and making sure everything was appropriate for the the categorization. Because the main thing about Mint is that it tells you, hey, you spent this much money in groceries, this much money on electronics or like commercial stuff. And when, when you don't get the information right, it, it basically renders the, the main product useless. So that was like the frustration for me, but maybe it's gotten better. I think that that's just a hard problem when you are totally, you know, trying to skim through a little bit of text and determine what, uh, what type of category that bill falls into. Yeah, I am um, also spent some time being frustrated with that, but then I kind of just gave up on the categorization as long as like it gets the big things mm -hmm. like that. That's all I really care about. Like the, the little like uncharacterized, uncategorized like section. 
I'm kind of like meh on. So, but <laughs> I can totally like see that if you're going into the weeds and getting the true bills, like real features, like why I was here, like my customer acquisition is like lower my bill. Like what was this lower my bill f- functionality? Like I tried this with Verizon, as I mentioned, like right away. So it took six minutes for me to connect to Verizon. I don't know if this was an issue happening on like Truebill side or Verizon side, but I actually found it really frustrating. And I was like super, super close to quitting because at this point in, I'm probably, you know, 15, 20 minutes into like the whole Truebill experience of like what I wanted to do. So that was one thing that was interesting to me. And I, you know, actually had like three attempts uh, to try to connect it to Verizon and it kept failing. But once it like actually connected to my Verizon account, it you know was super clear and said like hey you know like 85% or whatever it was of customers save some sort of money here and you only pay whatever you save so let's say like my bill is $1000 per year and let's say that true bill comes back after negotiating whatever that means they come back and it's actually you know $800 a year you can pay a percentage of the savings so if i save 30% that means i'll or sorry if i sign up for 30% of bill savings that means that i'm going to save or have to pay Truebill $60 a year because I saved $200 mm-hmm. to 30% yep. of my savings. So I'm still waiting. This is like two weeks ago to hear back. They you know, were very transparent in the communications in the email saying that, you know, we're working hard to, you know, like yeah. put you in the queue. Like, I don't know, whatever that means. Like the you're basically just lower on the priority list <laughs> is like what I got, but I appreciated the transparency. But yeah, Jeff, what, I'm curious what happens What's the customer experience like once you get the savings, like once they finish negotiating? So like you said, they'll give you like wellness checks and they'll say, hey, we're still working on this. And sometimes it takes a little while. And then eventually when they do or when they are able to negotiate savings for you, they'll send you an email. It's usually from like an agent or some negotiating agent or something that says, hey, like we were able to save you this one time fee of blah, blah, blah. I can't remember if they broke down how much you actually get from it after they take away their fees. Um, but that was pretty much it. And I'm still using Truebill today. I think what is also nice is that, you know, they give you stuff like alerts uh, for any like major bill spend that's uncategorized or that they don't recognize is like recurring, which is nice. So I think tax season just came around. And when you kind of like pay a big lump sum of taxes, they're like, what is this? So it's just like a good double check. I-, I know back in the day, I used to like look at my checking accounts and just like skim through them and just make sure that like everything checked out. Uh, but now it's nice to totally. have somebody like constantly looking at my, my statements and just making sure there's nothing weird going on. I think the other thing we haven't really touched on too much is around like the subscription management part of it, which is like, I think maybe like the main thing that Truebill has for most people that are subscribing here and there. Um, it's kind of hard to have like a 10,000 foot view of everything that you're subscribed to. So Truebill does a really great job of that outlining it in their dashboard. I will say that like, I'm pretty on top of my subscription. So nothing was surprising Same. me. Uh, so when I looked at it, I wasn't like, oh, there's something here that I didn't realize I was still paying for and uh, needed to cancel. But we'll jump into like the history in a little bit. But I think that's probably where Truebill is really, really beneficial for people that maybe happened to have subscribed for a bunch of stuff and had forgotten to like cancel things and like weren't on top of things. And Truebill can really give you good visibility and give you like the latest, basically a ground truth of your subscriptions. Totally. It's the same thing for me where because like I like spend a ridiculous amount of time checking for personal finance for myself, but I'll save that for the customer like section. I was, you know, really on top of all the subscriptions so nothing stood out except for we had like a dollar and 38 cents charge for Apple and it turns out my wife actually had her like at whatever the Apple like uh, cloud subscription was. And I was like, 
why is this on my credit card? And so it was just like funny, like, you know, it's yeah. a dollar, so I don't really care, but it was just like funny that uh, Truebill picked it up. And that was something that I had been like missing, but yeah. you know, no heartburn there for that. But I think that goes back to, you know, how does Truebill make money? So I think, you know, their, their core services of you choosing what you want to pay, like if you want the premium subscription, which I didn't go for. So I actually don't know the features off the top of my head and I couldn't find that before this, but and the second thing is, you know, pay as you save. So if you, the more they, I like that incentive. Like the more that they're saving you when they negotiate, the more that you'll you'll actually save. I also think that there's going to be like a third segment of revenue that they have here, where they have all this financial data, and ultimately they're owned by Rocket Mortgage. So mm-hmm. I imagine that they can upsell mortgages. You know, I mean that's like a huge like financial like institution or sorry financial asset or financial tool that they can eventually sell to customers. So I'm sure that that's part of it of just segmenting customers and knowing when customers are about to, you know, shop for a home or if they're maybe shopping around for their home and, you know, pop up some mortgage ads. So I'm sure that's something that they'll look for long-term, but yeah, that was my experience with, with Truebill. Yeah. Super interesting. Let's just jump into the history real quick. It'll be super short, but it was originally started by the three Mokhtarzada brothers. I might be pronouncing that incorrectly in 2015 and it's headquartered in, in Maryland Basically, what had happened was they were in the basement of like one of their houses and one of them was like, hey, this is weird, but I have like, I noticed on my credit card statement, there's a $40 in-flight Wi-Fi charge. And they realized that this charge had been going on for 14 months. So it was like a recurring charge that that wow. they thought was like a one-time charge. Uh, so that was really frustrating. And obviously, that was like a main pain point. So uh, they obviously built this company around giving you ground truth on your subscriptions, being able to cancel with like one-click buttons. Uh, all that stuff is really awesome. We've talked about like LastPass before. They offer some of this like one-click solution as well to save you time, um, which I think is really valuable. And then like Mike mentioned, they were acquired by Rocket Companies, the owners of Rocket Mortgage, which was formerly known as Quicken Loans. That that acquisition happened in 2021. So pretty recent. Yeah, super fascinating. Um, that is so painful to like see a $40 charge and just have it like keep going yeah. back and back. And you're like, how long has this been happening right, for? And right. it's like so random you know yeah like a wi-fi charge and it, i'm sure it's like maybe one of the we've talked about like dark ui patterns before i'm not accusing like go go inflight of dark ui patterns by any means but like yeah. maybe that's how it happened i'm just like you know speculating here but like you click like the you know save for like your your i don't know buy this inflight package and it turned out to be a monthly subscription instead of like the one-time access that you really wanted so um I, that is really interesting. I think what's very common today is you get this like, you know, try this first month for free or for a discount. And then uh, you automatically get signed up for recurring. And so what you have to do is you have to cancel. Otherwise, you get hit with like the normal typical charge, which you might not want. And and the idea here is that, you know, some people will try it and they'll realize that, hey, this is actually worth the normal price. So I'm OK with like continuing on. But a lot of people like end up wanting to cancel like maybe they don't find value in it but they forget so i'm one of those people that are like i'm paranoid so i'll sign up and then immediately cancel and usually like luckily now a lot of the terms and services say like you'll you know the subscription will end uh when the renewal date happens so you don't have to like wait until 30 days later to actually cancel so you can just do it immediately but again like maybe some people are in a rush and they just want to try it out and they forget about it because you know it's hard to keep track of all these subscriptions and this is where Truebill can be, be really helpful you can check in every once in a while and just make sure that you don't have anything that you're paying for that you don't really want. Yeah, I am. I'm the exact same way. I actually have like a bunch of like, I'll, if I can't, if the terms and conditions of whatever subscription, trial subscription 
it says that, you know, you're going to cancel the service immediately. What I'll do is I'll create like a bunch of like, you know, maybe three or four Google calendar, just reminders to say like, Hey Mike, cancel blah, blah, blah subscription yeah. because it's, it's coming. And, or I'll like, I'll have it like returned to my inbox. Cause I love like Gmail's like back to like full circle, like <clears throat> Gmail's like returned to inbox. So like, I'll, you know, remind myself or snooze the email rather for like whatever, 20, 26 days. So I, I remember to to cancel that service. But yeah, well, let, let's talk a little bit about who Truebill is for. I feel like Jeff, you and I are definitely kind of core customer segments for, for them. Mm-hmm. You know, people that are super into to finance. Or sorry, we're not the core segment for them because we are so um, in tune with our finances, and like we we spend a ton of time just like you know pouring over the data. What I do feel like it's for it. It does feel like it's it has a really nice user experience, which is something that I really appreciated. Something I think they raised the bar actually over mm-hmm. like the mint products. I don't know if you felt the same way. It just felt cleaner and easier to navigate and read and and not so mechanical. I know like mint is going through some of their UI changes now, but it feels like their Truebill's customer is definitely younger. And it's for folks that just like kind of want to take the headache out of personal finance. They just want it to automate. You know, it's like yeah. I don't want to spend, you know, in two hours every week balancing my checkbook. Not that I balance my checkbook, but I spend a ton of time every, like, I pretty much like open up mints like every morning and I just like check in to make sure that like, like spending is not going through. I don't know if you're like that too, or if you check, like if you're a consistent financial, like, you know, bank statement, like check or whatever it is. But I literally like was looking back at like my, like every day of the past like week. And I'm, I check in like once, like pretty much every morning, just like get a cup of coffee go to mint.com <laughs> like that's like part of my routine now at work i don't know if you're the same way Jeff, i'm actually but... like maybe the complete opposite so like i do keep an eye on my finances but i do it in a very different manner so what we do is we started by setting up like our rough goals and i guess like guardrails like oh this is roughly how much we like we want to budget for food or for whatever every month and then first well you know the old adage is pay yourself right so we have automated transfers that move money into our savings into we have a, a whole account just to like save for taxes and then you know move from karen and my's like personal accounts into our shared accounts and so everything comes mm-hmm. out of it's kind of like air traffic controlling right everything comes out of the same account yep. so we know when everything's happening and all that sort sorts of stuff and then what what we do overall is we we kind of have a rough scope of like generally how much we expect to spend month to month and then i will check in once a month around the same day like around the fifth usually like a couple days after a paycheck can can land uh if you're if you get paid like you know at the beginning of the month or whatever or or at least bills get paid Uh, and that way i have a a snapshot of like total balances and that's what i really focus on like roughly how much did our our net worth uh kind of go up and down and then can i roughly explain like any any major changes like we recently purchased a car moved a lot of that money into uh, an investment account so that was like a major dip in that yeah. month, but it was like explainable. We're also doing a home renovation right now. So we had to pay some money on that. So I'm like, where did all this money go? And I'm like, okay, I can kind of like backtrack <laughs> it. So it's mainly for like identifying big things for me. I try not to like sweat all the small stuff. I, I also use another uh, really awesome, really, really simple app called Pennies on the iPhone, which is basically like a budgeting app. And so we have a separate budget for like personal spend and, and food. And I try to like, punch in numbers for like, hey, I, I paid for food. So I took it out of that budget. I paid for something from Amazon, took it out of this budget. And then just like roughly look at that every month. The main goal here isn't like the specific dollars and cents. Like if it's like, oh, I spent $5 and I expected to spend six. It's mainly like, hey, trend wise, am I like way over or way under my budget? Or am I like around, am I in like pretty safely in the positive and the green stuff like that? So 
again, like try not to lose sleep over like little things. And that's mostly for adherence. Like I found in the past, I would look at things daily and I just found like I would forget or get burned out and stuff like that. So I'm trying to keep it like really light and simple. Yeah. I love that approach. And it's funny, like one of my favorite, like personal finance, like influencers question mark like or like people in personal finance is this guy Ramit Sethi and so he has this book called I will teach you to be rich um which sounds super scammy but like the whole like thesis of the book is it talks about automation Mm -hmm. is the first thing is like automate everything you know it's like you shouldn't be spending a ton of time on it so like I'm failing on that and the second thing (laughs) is like the the focus on the big things you know it's like his whole like mental model is that you know People are told to stop drinking lattes or don't get that avocado toast. But like what you should be doing is like negotiate a better salary for your job. Right. You know, That's like, going to matter much you're gonna, more. Yeah. You're going to get more yeah, bang for exactly. your buck spending time figuring out how to do that than you are like worrying about every day about the latte, right? Totally. So he's like, you know, the $10,000 raise that you just got is going to pay for lattes for the rest of your life. So boom, like, yeah. you know, you're, you're fine if you focus on right. that. And then he goes into like negotiation and he's like a whole chapter, like negotiate like an Indian, which I thought is like an awesome name. Cause he's an Indian dude. And like grew up with his parents, like negotiating. But I think that I've been checking, like now that I like reflect a little bit on like why I've been checking daily, I think it's because, you know, my wife and I just got married. So like, we're looking at like, I, I think I find it exciting to see how much we're paying down. On yeah. Our, progress like, is good. Like wedding yeah. bills and progress. So I think that's been a huge aspect this is, along with the house too. I think like because the housing market's been so crazy and I feel like we bought at the perfect time. It's fun also to see like your net worth go up mm-hmm. with like Zillow estimates. So uh, I'm, I'm full of paper money here, Jeff. It's like <laughs> the gain, the gains are high, but I'm sure that I'm tumbling down at some point. But yeah, I think like, it, like in summary, like who Truebill is for, like I said, is just, you know, younger customers that are super interested in just automating their finances and just having that high level like view of like, you know, just do it for me, make this easy for me. Yeah, for sure. And then as we think about the competitors, like we talked about Mint already kind of ad nauseum. I wouldn't say they're brand new. They've been around for uh, some time, but I, I guess one of the more similar comparisons to Truebill is Mint. Uh, there's like Monarch, there's Bill.com. And then there's also a, a company called Bobby, which I think is a funny name. But Bobby, I think is I haven't heard of them. maybe like a direct competitor to Truebill. They're kind of like the subscription management service. So it might be interesting to do an episode on like one of these different competitors in the future. Yeah, totally. I've never heard of Bobby before. Yeah, I, I saw it come up in a lot of competitive lists. So I, yeah, we should definitely check it out. Totally. Cool. So let's go into our thoughts. I I started on this sort of Truebill journey because I saw a bunch of ads and I kept thinking about like, man, I... I'm sick of like negotiating with Com- it used to be Comcast, Comcast or AT&T on my internet <laughs> bill. And I, th- I thought I was done with this, yada, yada, yada. I just want a simple pay structure. And I was like, maybe I'll just try letting someone else do it and see where it gets me. And uh, Truebill kind of came up uh, and, and I tried that service. And I think that overall, what I like so far about Truebill is it gives me that snapshot of subscription. So I don't have to like lose sleep over like, am I paying for something that I'm not using or not finding value in month over month, which has happened to me before. And then the other thing too, is that this like, concierge service of like going off and negotiating on your behalf is like maybe really really interesting uh which which i think has a lot of value in of itself like we've talked before on the show about time is money and how much you kind of can value your time based on your salary etc and uh, i think this is like something that i wouldn't have spent time on i think net net i maybe spent like nine dollars like to true bill <laughs> like that's the fee that they took to go and like maybe spend an hour on the phone to talk to a rep and i was like you know that's money well spent and and for for a lot of people that are using Truebill, that's found money because you wouldn't have, yeah. like you wouldn't have, maybe you wouldn't have done it anyways. Like you wouldn't have gone and talked to those uh, reps to negotiate your price. But yeah, overall, I'm going to give Truebill like a 3.5. I think it's 
really, really interesting on the subscription front. I would have liked them to have saved me more money or at least like shave my bill do off more for, for the me. Year. Yeah, do more <laughs> for me. Uh, I think I was a little upset that it was just like a $30 one-time voucher. Um, so they, they kind of touted it as this big thing and that they were going to save me all this money. So I think they under-delivered there. The one last thing I'll also mention, and this is like for, for those of you that are interested in trying Truebill, keep this in mind. I heard that the way that they negotiate for you on your behalf is kind of uh, like this dark pattern where they call in trying to represent you. So they'll claim to be like Jeff Lee or they'll claim to be Mike Algazarin or like say that they're huh. uh, like authorized to like negotiate on your behalf. So that is kind of weird. If you're really I am Jeff Lee. Yeah, if you're really <laughs> concerned about privacy, then that's probably not a big thing for you. In this case, I wasn't super concerned because like what's the worst I can do is save me money. But yeah, I, I, that's just something to keep in mind. If that's something that you value. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Like actually funny, I was going to interject about like, I was curious about what their process for negotiating is. I'm sure it's like, eventually there'll be like a future that's probably coming pretty fast, you know, two years out maybe of like, it's just going to be robots talking to robots, you know, it's yeah. going to be like the customer service agent of like Verizon wireless or, right. you know, Comcast or whoever it is. And like the, automated script for Truebill and it's just going to be this like we want to save money or like it's like no we can't is a one-time voucher okay and it's like handled in 30 seconds but it's like all mechanical it's like does that pass the Turing test question mark I don't know like two bots talking to each other yeah exactly exactly but I'm I'm right there with you I think for me it's going to be 3.6 I think where it gets a little bit higher for me is just because I am so high touch. And I also really like their their recurring dashboard where it yeah. shows like, hey, like this is all the stuff that's this is all the money that's leaving your account. And this is like when it happens, the date that it's happened, how much it's like been averaging and the frequency. So like that to me is like a, definitely a ton of value. But I think where it loses points for me is like I'm not going to leave this for mint. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think that's just like, like I said earlier, like if I was faced with Mint and Truebill today, I'd probably lean towards Truebill because I, I like the UX, but I'm just like, I, I'm I'm a sticky customer with with Mint. I have all that history. So it's hard for me to to give that up. Yeah, the switching cost um, is really high, right? If you've already like set totally. up everything the way you like it. And I think Truebill also has like budgeting as well, like because they can categorize your finances. That's something I might try as well instead of instead of pennies, but I haven't spent the time to do it because it feels like it's going to be a lot of time to set up and I'm like not looking forward to it. <laughs> well, after one of these episodes or after after our last past episode, rather, I, I spent probably like four hours changing every single one of my passwords just to increase my my security score um, only so I could beat you, Jeff. So <laughs> that was like my gamified score. So like I'm not above or below on this show of, you know, going in and categorizing That's and fair. recategorizing. <laughs> Cool, man. Well, those are our thoughts on Truebill and we'd love to hear from you, our audience. So we love all the engagement that we've been getting and, you know, we just crossed 10,000 listens. So thanks everyone for supporting us on on this journey and we're excited to keep putting these out and, you know, reach out to us if you have any suggestions for us. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at ProdX Podcast. That's P-R-O-D ex podcast yeah and if you like the show be sure to like us and subscribe on your favorite podcast platforms like spotify apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, good pods etc and let us know what products we should review next see you next episode